welcome to Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. This is Bonnie coming down from technologically challenged Florida and up there in Tennessee. (laughs) Yeah, we'll tell you about it in a bit. It's Karen who thought that the technical part was my fault since it always is every other week. But nope, it's Bonnie's today. Uh, It's actually environmental Environmental Our entire changes. electric Probably just went out. Global warming. Yes, yeah, we lost everything. And let me tell you, it was an yeah. episode that was probably going to win a Webby. <laughs> I don't know. Um, gold. It's gone now. Gold, it's Jerry. Gold. <laughs> so now we have the uh, the privilege of Command S frequently. That's and right. Yeah. Because so, you, do you have storms down there or what's happening? Not this minute. We just have electrical problems. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, here we are. So, and there's so much to say, so much to do. It's a song. So much. Oh, okay. So let me remember what we said last time. And one of the main things is, guess mm-hmm. what? We're not therapists, if you didn't know this. We're going to put, like, let's just do a disclaimer like people do, saying, if you need professional help, please call this and that. Because a lot of people going through deconstruction <laughs> might be right. going through trauma, and we're not yes, the place. So, so Google this and that and give them a call, and they'll be That's helpful. right. We're we're so good at this. We we wanted to do a podcast, and Karen thought, "Oh, how fun! We'll call it Deconversion Therapy, which is a play on conversion therapy, which is the shithole that parents send their children to when they want to turn them into whatever cisgender version of Jesusified perfection they think is appropriate." Correct. So, it's like flicking the middle finger at that and going, yeah. huh. Yeah. But we're not therapists. I mean, I could. It's like. We could. <laughs> you could pay okay. us. It's, it's like you analyze. say retail therapy. Ha, ha, ha is usually the result of that because everybody knows that you shouldn't buy things to make you happy. What? So anyway. Shit. What? That's another episode right there, I'll tell you, because it's, it's Christmas time. And, you know, that's all we hear is buy yeah. stuff. That is a hole you cannot fill by buying things. So. Uh, but uh, I'm going to try. <laughs> Damn it. No. Yeah, that's that's who we are. And rating and reviewing us is always appreciated. It helps, it helps the podcast get found. Sing. Okay. Did I tell you? Uh, all right, so Bonnie and I, we have a lot of balls in the air. We have a lot of knives on the cutting board, a lot of metaphors for there's a lot going on to do a podcast, as you know. And to do it for five years um, without help, uh, things things get dropped. So I was talking to a podcast manager recently. We're going to interview some and see. What can be done and if we can get a little help? And they were like, I looked you up on Listen Notes. Supposedly, that's where you go. And we are in the 0.5% top popular podcast globally, which is fucking insane. 
It is, but doesn't it lead you to think, does no one else outside the U.S. do podcasts? <laughs> it's There are, I think, 3.6 million podcasts that it's out of. I'm like, wow, why our listeners are so appreciated. I don't know why your lives are so sad that you would be like, I'm going to spend time listening to these ladies. <laughs> but we appreciate so, it. Yeah, so just for a minute of complete, genuine appreciation, thank you. Because oh, my God. It is, it's really a phenomenal feeling that people it really is. resonate to all of this. And that we're not alone, <laughs> and it's a shared thing, and we have a nice community. And people who are not religious and never were can listen and go, oh, my God, that's what's going on in the country of the U.S. and other places. That's <laughs> a entertaining story you told about some cult here or there. Like, we want to be comedy that our focus that we talk about is all the charlatans and cons and cults, but that they are just people who listen is insane and well i would hope again, that people appreciate. could could listen to some of the things that go on all in the name of religion and go oh my gosh i'm so glad i'm not a part of that isn't our life mm -hmm. nice mm -hmm. <laughs> we're not a part exactly. of that craziness that chaos that uh, you know it's kind of brainwashing i would uh, say kind of behavior yeah, I know. Scandal I hesitate to say scandal. that. No, you're a lot right. of scandals, a lot of scandals, cults, and what did you call it? A benevolent cult before? Oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> we've already recorded this episode, so we know exactly what we're referring <laughs> to. But I'll get into that for sure. But you were talking about the cult yeah. show you just watched on um, Max. Oh, you you watched it. I watched one episode or oh, okay. part of one, and it's called like Mother God, and yeah, it's yeah. it's people who are very much like the hippie generation. And I was telling Karen, I could never be a member of this cult. Their living environment was just packed <laughs> with garbage. There's just <laughs> shit around everywhere. Like, how can you think straight? Of course, you're in a cult if you can live with all of this. <laughs> household oh, chaos, uh, you know, chaos and crap everywhere. Nothing's put up. Nothing's organized. They probably don't wash dishes after each use. I don't know. <laughs> what we're going to do when we do our cult, like once right. you include incense and tapestries in the decor, it is a totally right. different vibe than what I will yeah. be pursuing in life. I'm tapestries, the gateway uh, uh, item to cult cultville. Right. I mine and yours together will be um, all about opulence. But also, like, neatness, because the spirit can't come through unless the tables are clean. How's that? Right. That would be the first yeah. tenant. But, yeah, it's a wild ride. I definitely recommend that. There are quite a few um, different religious things coming out, even about fundamentalists again. Uh, a new one is Let Us Pray, and that's come out, and I haven't even watched that. But... I think I'm glad all this stuff is being revealed so that people can be like, 
oh, that we need to stay away from or that <laughs> we need to. I feel like it's a, a pinball alert, machine. Alert. And and like they're just people are balls rolling along, like bouncing off these big bumpers. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't want to go near Hillsong. <laughs> Sean Foyt, boing, boing, boing. And the only place you have to go is just back down through the the little nice solid line of the interior of the pinball machine. Oh, that machine. would be, I like at There's least too that much, is organized. Too much. Yeah, like all of it is fun and, and for you and I to do. So I just talked to a journalist the other day and they were like, why did you start this? What are you doing? You like all the, the stuff. And of course, right. the way my brain is, I didn't even know till I said things. And part of the things I said is like, <laughs> what? my best friend from childhood, we've known each other or introduced to each other when we were in strollers, when we were about one. And it was more Maybe just you, you and walk. I. I could walk. <laughs> I was bilingual and you were drooling. Um, but we... Definitely. We were like, this is going to be good for our friendship. We get to talk every week. And you were like, let's talk about the stupid stuff we did back back when. And we had no idea of anything. I mean, we've seen so many changes in the five years we've been doing this, like how exvangelicalism has just it's blown the roof off of everything. It was nothing. It was nothing five years ago. It wasn't talked about. Um, right. There are people also, now, and it pisses Karen off, who are emerging as the leaders of the oh, deconstruction <laughs> movement. And so it's, but it's human nature. You, you, you get away from one organization and you're like, oh my God, I'm out here alone. I better go migrate and like uh, adhere to another organization. So, right. um, which we don't want to be. Yeah. And men who jump in the space get three times as many followers instantly because we're so used to just anything, especially straight white men say, sounds more authoritative. Um, well, I, could I go think on it's because, oh, I don't think what they say is more authoritative necessarily, but I think no, they crave power. Right. No, we give them authority because it's ingrained in us to be yeah. like, oh, the man is speaking. And he said the same thing as that 26-year-old woman. But we look at him and we say, oh, yeah, yeah, that is truth. That's truth, man. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see. And that we had no idea about analytics. We still don't. We don't cater to likes and all that, and we definitely don't want a hierarchy. We don't want people coming from one stage to get on another stage in exvangelicalism. Like, take some years. It's, it's not, don't deconstruct by committee. Um, just, you know, that, that's what I'm saying. I am telling you what to do, and what I'm telling you to do is not <laughs> listen to people who tell you what to do. Oh no! Why I see us as just. Why don't make sense? I see us as just a way in to viewing all the different shit shows that yeah. 
various religions offer you. And guess what? When we first started, I remember saying to Karen, I don't know what we're going to talk about each week. I'm like, this is, (laughs) we're going to lose things to talk about. There aren't going to be any options pretty soon. And then guess what? People just keep not uh, disappointing us in the wrong way. They keep coming out and doing stuff and fucking around with pool boys at the Fountain Blue Hotel down in Miami and getting Melissa. fired from their big university job. Ugh. Well, anyway. let's just uh, go back for uh, 10 seconds of peace back to those days when we were innocent of all these things. Yeah. Because I barely know... Every week when I'm going to plan something, I'm like, well, we could do this, 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 this. You know, this got some trauma in it. This one has. There's so fucking much um, that it's hard to pick. But we don't want to be your trauma stop. We want to be your man. I want to listen to some ding dongs talk about shit that I might (laughs) learn something, but probably not. That's what we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Come to us and we'll show you what to steer clear of. <laughs> there you in go. Case, <laughs> in case, just like me, I went to the beach to go on a morning walk on Thanksgiving nice, morning. Nice. And sure enough, there are two people standing there dressed conservatively, one woman in a dress and a man, just kind of nice, what have you. Right. And of course, they're passing out tracts. Ah. And... Uh, I saw something that said JW, and I'm like, oh, I know what that is, Jehovah's mm-hmm. Witness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's all still out there. And then I had a guy the other day, I think I texted Karen saying, oh, my gosh, some guy just yelled at me that time is ticking and we've all got to repent. <laughs> like, okay. Mm. Um, so I don't know where you guys live, but it's all over here. People yeah. People are still and of out course, there. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Bible belt. I'm in the buckle. I'm where the movers and shakers of the Christian world are, where Trump prophets live a couple streets down. It's just, you know, all the time here, which is almost, I almost think it's better because I'm just used to it and I'm not like, oh, fuck, what's that? And a lot of people assume everyone's Christian. So they're yeah. There's not as many like, oh, we got to go out and witness to the heathens because they <laughs> right. are blindly believing everyone is Christian. So maybe that works in my favor. I don't know. And then I have the opposite. When mm-hmm. I when I moved back down to Florida, I was living on the Upper West Side of New York, and I thought that that was just a nice average sampling of the country. And I was in a different bubble altogether. Yeah, yeah. Of, of, Everything's of a just, bubble. Yeah. But uh, people were just nice up there. They're not nice down here. No, that's not true. <laughs> There's some nice people. Um, uh, let me just throw in there because it's important. Uh, did we ask you to rate us and review? Yeah, maybe we maybe. did. You can also find us, and by us I mean Karen, on TikTok, doing a lot of videos, and sometimes she'll do the live ones, which is exciting, and I remember a couple years ago when you weren't doing that, and that was something you were kind of, you know, on edge about doing, and now I think it's like second nature to just get on and It takes a lot of energy. 
I'm sorry, but even my mutuals who do this, you're just sitting back looking at some questions. I have 400 people pelting things at me, and I'm (laughs) flinging my arms, and I'm I'm like— I need to learn how to do it more casually because I afterwards I tell my husband, like, I got to lay down. It's that's sad. sad. (laughs) I love that. I got to lay down. Mm -hmm. So the other place where you can find a good presence is our Facebook group. That's a lovely community of people with no leader. Just everybody just commiserating a little bit and comparing stories about it's going Lord home for of the flies. The, <laughs> yeah, no, going home not. for the hell of holidays is often a popular subject oh, yeah. in there. And then Instagram. So those are the main ones. Instagram yeah. has a lot of funny memes, and people are generally more kind, I think, on Instagram than it's they funny. used to be they, on Twitter. <laughs> for sure, uh, they really. A lot of people who follow us on there, when you post a meme, they're like, um, well, let me tell you the history behind blah, blah, blah. And then they start arguing. And I've decided I don't have time. I'm going to let them do that. If anything comes up that I think is offensive, I'll delete the comment. But, uh, you know, it's just people like to argue. Um Yes, they do. They're turds. And I mentioned this before, but I'm going to do it again. I've got to insert my Robbie Williams (laughs) reference here. He has a Netflix special out. He is a pop star over in England and all around the world, but not so much in the U.S. So in your heart. But in my heart, (laughs) he's the pop king. Uh, He has a Netflix special where they show him his early part of his career and he watches it and just gets mopey and sad and you're watching him go through as like a 19 year old, 20, 21 year old, somebody who's just raked over the coals in the press. And it Uh. makes me realize before we were reading shitty social media comments, people were reading the fucking press about themselves. And it's just a reminder to me, like if you cannot read the comments, just don't read them. Those people are awful. I know. And luckily it's not about us. And if it is, I give a zinger back. Like, you know, (laughs) this is a meme page, not a college textbook. Like, fuck off. But I don't say (laughs) fuck off anymore. I'm I'm a good girl. Anymore. (laughs) Anymore. (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, after I just talked about, like, don't spend money and don't do this, probably. Uh, we have merch out. That's right. Um, <laughs> only focus on us and our cult. We have winter merch out. They're all new designs. Um, they will caress and your I- body lovingly. <laughs> what? And snarkily. I'm panicked yeah. because Karen was like, we're going to just do this for a limited run. It's a limited uh, December holiday edition. And I'm panicked because I just imagine people are going to miss out. I know. And guess who it's going to be? It's going to be the person listening right now. No. Yeah. It's till (laughs) December 10th because, um, that'll be received by Christmas. And that way you can wear the hoping for the rapture daily shirt to your, you know, gathering and the Christians (laughs) will be like, Oh, that's sweet. Me too. But you mean that you want them gone. Just the mean ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and we've got, you know, the usual uh, hope your 
Christmas is white, but Jesus isn't, or uh, things like that. I mean, <laughs> roll over laughing. There are totes, bags, there are different colors of things, and it supports the pod. We appreciate it. We also have a, if you would like to sponsor us, it's only $5 a month, and we really appreciate that. We appreciate love offerings through Venmo. It's special to us and crazy that people appreciate us. Yeah, and people have told us stories about where they've worn the shirts before, and I often think that it's a fun social experiment to see if anybody pays attention to what shirt you wear. Very true. And all of them have these like subtle things where you think you're about to read something else. And I, I love that. I love uh, just the old twist of the the knife. But um, yeah, that's all all our stuff I was going to say. And I was also going to say that I just put someone on our Instagram. We're trying to do songs Sunday every once in a while when I remember and catch up. And this new one, her name is Brittany Moore, and she's out of Nashville. And she's this young, adorable um, sort of country singer, but the country that has the sound of the Dixie Chick voice. Like, I, oh, it's cool. palatable and enjoyable. And she does one called Church Ladies, And the lyrics are like, thank God, you know, by the grace of God, I'm not like them. Like how um, judgy people in church are and how much she got judged and all that. And I I enjoy that you you said it was palatable. And because there's really no better compliment to somebody than saying that they're palatable. (laughs) Whoops. I'm sorry, Brittany. I meant to say you're amazing. And she actually is. She played yeah, at the Bluebird. I, I, um, I oh, sent cool. her a message saying, "I uh, come down and visit, and I will I will give you the foods and the care." Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're doing that type of stuff. You guys mostly know everything that we no, do they don't. And we say. All right. No. Well. All right. Okay. Well, but thanks. And so, um, should we talk about what we're going to talk about today? No. All right. So now (laughs) let's ruin, let's ruin everybody's day by talking about the seven mountain mandates. Again, uh, this is something that people didn't realize have been, has been behind the scenes and now in the forefront for decades. And Mike Johnson is part of it. Bonnie, tell, tell the foreigners and the people who don't watch the news hear who Mike Johnson is. So he is the Speaker of the House. After blowing through a couple of other options, we landed on Mike Johnson to be the person who, if Biden goes away and Kamala Harris goes away, is our president. He is... There's been there's a lot of video that you can find of him mm-hmm. talking about spirituality Everything. and evangelicalism yeah. and his church. And he seems more like a church leader than a politician who is charged with representing us in, in, mm-hmm. as a country. But that's part of what this whole Seven Mountains Mandate thing is all about. 
Yeah, well. like people who believe in Seven Mountains, they're cheering because this is a huge win to have someone who's like, oh, you want to know my politics? Just read the Bible. That's my yeah, politics. Yeah, he said that. Oh, no. He's like, if you want to see know. my, if you you want to know my playbook, open up the Bible. Well, wow, How is that that, that not, <laughs> oh, I anywho, and I can't. Okay, so Seven Mountains mandate is a way for um, Christians to rule everything. There is a man named Lauren Cunningham who most recently died. I met him in the same year he came up with this. I just realized. Uh, wow. And that, or, I'm sorry, he didn't come up with it. He was given a vision or a dream. He and which, two other people who I can't remember right now. Well, he handed it, it on, on and told them about it. Oh, did he? Right. <laughs> yeah, he was the so, original dream maker. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe he had it. It said it started in 1975, actually. So it was a message from God to Lauren Cunningham who is the head of youth with a mission, and then I think I had Which is also called YWAM, right? There you go, that I was in, and my husband, and I met through that. But I call him like a benevolent cult leader because YWAM has very cultic practices. Mm -hmm. But he was sort of... This very earnest and caring person who absolutely believed everything he said, and he wasn't malicious trying to hurt people or anything like that. Um, I'm sure there are bad parts to him, but nothing was ever—he never had, like, a big scandal. No, and when you say earnest, I think that you've hit upon something that a lot of these cult leaders have in common. There's not a lot of room for sarcasm. There, there's just no evidence <laughs> no. of sarcasm in a lot of these right. leaders. They're so yeah. consumed with what their philosophy is that there's there's no air in there. It's just all yeah. their I, ide, ideas. And there's a lot of them who were, uh, you know, especially men, who were like, I'm going to do this because I need the power and I need to be over people. And I really feel Lauren yeah. Cunningham wasn't. I feel he felt he was doing a good servanthood thing for God. And I could be incorrect, but through meeting him and listening to him in person and all these things, I think he's just of a generation also that God was much more tangible to them and all this stuff. But... He I think also, on. though, there's mm -hmm. I think also there was something in that generation where they really wanted to have the power, but they also knew that they were charged to be humble. Right. And so but they I, had I that feel, balance. Yeah. And I feel over the breadth of time, you can easily pick that out. And that's why I'm just pointing out. I'm not sure that Lauren Cunningham fell into that one. Um, right. I. It, I felt it was sincere. It doesn't mean that it's in, not any, that it's no more damaging, etc. Um, but also it's the whole, I, God gave me a message. Like mainline Christians make fun of, you know, the Mormons because they're like, oh yeah, so Joseph Smith suddenly finds something and God talks to him. You're saying right. the same thing. And now there's this huge 
like belief system of the seven mountains that you just pulled you know out what? of your butt <laughs> because in Revelation yeah, you know it talks called? about seven mountains. What? It's called an idea. So, yeah, as a human, you had an idea. And as a human, in your story, you were created by God. And so by the transitive property, whatever, I don't know if that's it, God gave you the idea. Right. So, and the idea, of course, if you're going, okay, did we talk about what the idea was? Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. But, I mean, I get it. I had an idea years ago to make reverse sun tattoos where you would have a design and you would put it on yourself while you're out sunbathing and then you had a reverse tattoo. I should have oh. said that was from God and called them oh. God stamps or but God all, all the women, all, all these women I knew in, in Los Angeles would put a Playboy bunny on there. Oh, and then they'd get tanned up class. and have a little white Playboy bunny because class. Because class. class. Um, all right, so I'm going to tell you what the Seven Mountains Mandate is. And if you've heard of Dominionism, there you go. If you've heard of Christian nationalism, there you go. Because, Bonnie, the idea of Israel and the U.S. being connected, according to these people, is those are the only two countries that God started. Remember, the land of Israel yeah. was given to them through Abraham, and the U.S. was discovered by white Jesus. So, <laughs> no, we're, it's, isn't we're it more connected. like we were born uh, seeking religious freedom? That's it was like a whole yeah, bunch of religious people founders coming together, and were Christian, and a bunch of bullshit that was just pulled out of thin air, like these seven mountains, because seven mountains are just like mentioned. And Revelation, they could represent yeah. seven real mountains that the people yeah. of that day saw. They could represent, you know, the seven days of the week. We don't know. But according to God and then Lauren Cunningham, who then somehow got together with Bill Bright and Francis Schaefer. Francis. They say that <laughs> there's seven spheres of influence and that Christianity needs to be the head of all these to um, help the world become Christ-like. And there's some interesting yeah. little parts that people don't mention that you're only going to get on this exclusive episode <laughs> or two. So all um, of these I'll come back. pieces mm -hmm. of our lives should be taken over mm -hmm. in the name of God or in the name of Correct. Jesus to glorify him. Here's the trick that people don't mention. It is okay if the people doing it are not Christian, right. don't act Christian. So Moms for Liberty has some, uh, I think, some Jewish women, definitely some Mormon women that they don't consider Christian. Doesn't matter. And this is the reason right. they were behind Donald Trump. It did not matter as long as he was bringing principles that align with Christianity. Then, so it's like it's for them all for the greater good. Right, right. Okay. So that's why it, they stuck Their with version Donald. of good. Their version. Okay, so here are the seven areas, spheres. Family. So okay. when we say 
God being the head of the family, that is why they are now wanting to, like they did with Roe versus Wade, which was part of the family situation, they're going to reverse gay marriage. And, you know, they're against pride parades and they're, they want to educate their own children, blah, blah, blah. Religion. Mm-hmm. So, sure, again, okay. I was listening to some seven-mandate dude pastor guy and he was absolutely saying like why shouldn't uh people in churches be able to say anything and it be protected you know like god needs to be the head of religion not government telling us what we can say and that came into play with the the masks and canceling church for covid seven mandate people were the ones who were like no, God's <clears throat> God. God's in charge of me, not you. God's in charge of the church, not government. Because of a mountains. Yeah, yeah. But isn't there also something in the Bible that says, "Oh, well, the government is in charge of us as well, right, and we should respect right. that." Isn't there so? Well, anyway, funny. Okay, uh, I don't listen. know where to find these things. I figured you would. Oh, I know. I heard it, it somewhere is. in the Bible. You're right, but it doesn't matter as much. It doesn't I apply think they this interpret time. that as okay. Now it's our opportunity to put those people there, so the people we are following are Christ-like. Right. Okay. Education. Uh, okay. That's our schools. Keep prayer in schools. Media. I got some interesting mm-hmm. ones for that. Entertainments. Do not mistake that with Intamin Donuts, which I was thinking about the other day. <laughs> Just Business. randomly thinking of them. Mmm, <laughs> donuts. Yep. Business, okay. Business and then sure. government. So really, I mean, what's left? Uh, I mean, Yeah, that's everything. Yeah. It's everything. Okay. So pretty much uh, it seems like this comes about when – the Christians are in fear of losing power. Correcto. So, uh-huh. So, and somebody's quote I love, it says, we feel oppressed when we can't oppress everyone else. That, to True. me, is like the subtext if this was a book or the subhead. Like, right, uh, right. The Seven Mountains Mandate. We feel oppressed when we can't oppress everyone else. So, yeah. I mean, nobody's nobody's saying you can't be as religious as you want. Nobody's nobody's keeping all of these exactly. Christians from worshiping God, from tithing, tithe your ass off. <laughs> no one's stopping them. So, it's it's back to that claim that not claim. It's back to that concept that I never understand of the the clawing, the the scraping for power. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all dominance. It's usually always done by men. And dare we say that it is in their primal, you know, evolutionary DNA to protect yeah. their quote family, quote tribe and they have just translated it into the current religion of the day, and it was translated into different religions according to where they were fucking born. Um, the one good thing or another that I have to say about Lauren Cunningham, when he started Youth with a Mission, he wanted to have it located um, 
what he felt was centrally, and it's Kona, Hawaii. And I will tell you, I did not regret going to Kona, Hawaii. So (laughs) another cult tip, another (laughs) cult tip right there. Not for Jesus reasons. Who wouldn't like to go see Hawaii? See, and that's the thing. If we have, if we start Deconversion Therapy Podcast headquarters. Right, in Hawaii. (laughs) So listeners, Bonnie and I were like, dreaming and laughing about that uh we're like we could put it in a third location that we'd like to travel to right <laughs> we have differing things i want tropical and beach yeah i just want to be able to wear a nice jacket and have pockets <sighs> and not have to carry a purse so well in that New show England. you know <laughs> wait northern california if you, no. they wear sweaters on the beach. I've seen it on TV. Yeah, I've, I've seen it on TV. Oh, I've God. seen Pamela Anderson in a sweater and Uggs Ooh. and a bikini. <laughs> okay, so. Help folks. Okay, all, sorry. Okay. So what other ways are Christians coming up with to tell everybody that uh, they need to do things to keep us in power? All right. So um, there was a release in 2013 that really put this whole idea on the map. And it was written by Lance Walnell and Bill Johnson. Yes, Bill Johnson of uh, Bethel. Is he of Bethel? Yes. Called Invading Babylon, the Seven Mountain Mandate. And Mm. the people that were behind that supported Donald Trump because Paula White, who we've talked about before, is very influential as his sexy legged, I mean, as his spiritual advisor. Um, And she even said that, quote, uh, you know, Trump will play a critical role in Armageddon as the United States stands alongside, ready, Israel in a battle against Islam. So this is what we're seeing right now. That's why they're all giddy. That's why they're like, yes, yeah, seven mountains and poop and all that shitty stuff. But, um, yeah, so it says in Revelation 17, 1, whatever, it says, And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains. So they've been like, you know what? That means the seven heads of society. And what we need to do is make sure the Lord's house is established because it says that in Isaiah on the top of the mountain. Did Isaiah said the seven mountains? It did not, but it doesn't matter. We're going to just smush them all to fucking gather. (laughs) We're going to cram all these ideas into the mold that we have come up with when we had our idea. Exactly. So I listened to Lauren Cunningham of YWAM talking on a podcast that was boring as hell. He rambled. He's dawdling. I think he died a year and a half later. But um, it's the usual sort of stuff. And she's like, tell us about the seven mandates. And some interesting things he said is, that's what we do as a missionary organization. We go out and we try to go to all these countries And even if we don't influence them to follow Jesus, our impact on their ethics, they see it, Uh you know, and a lot of them want to follow it. So he said, we can even change things in Buddhist nations that remain Buddhist, but as long as they're following Christian ethical ideas, then that falls under this 
you know, building the kingdom of God bullshit. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's also big. They're big against uh, the... Remember when everyone was yelling about the one world and the globalization, how dangerous it is? Um, uh, Lauren Cunningham and these people say the one country that can prevent all of this is the United States. So when the European countries all joined together for the EU, mm-hmm. that was satanic. And, That's right. <laughs> right. So here we go, Christian nationalism. Oh. Uh, my favorite that I think you're going to love uh, that he actually said out loud, and this is why I don't think he's mean. I think he's a bit dumb. Um, he said that the devil did something and God used it for good. And you know what that was? It was COVID. Because COVID had people staying at home, getting to know their families better. And okay, wrong. It's part of the Seven <laughs> Mountains mandate. It is part of God's using everything for good consequences. Isn't that nice? Okay, but didn't COVID also help the numbers of church attendance go down? Correct. And did domestic violence go up? Yes. Did divorce go up? Yes. Did uh, people dying (laughs) by the millions? Yes. Yeah, but they've got an answer for that. (laughs) Right, right. So, um... That's super fun that he thinks that, and it's just all bullshit. Uh, And uh, I'm telling you, these people are dangerous. So let me give you an example of what I've seen recently. I'm going to go down to the media. So we're talking newspapers and TV shows and all that. So that's why Fox is so... Mm -hmm big because it doesn't matter how shitty and wrong they are as long as they're purporting basic traditional values they're part of the scheme they're part of that and when they started moving up as being you know one of the top news stations everyone's like won't he do it you know god's there in the middle of it and that's what we're seeing just all these you know uh a lot of different Christian-based YouTube media things and just tons. But one that we don't talk about a lot is the Babylon Bee. Because remember when people thought that it was just another The Onion joke, meme funny thing um, that was popping yeah, so up the- on Twitter and everything? So the Babylon Bee is this website, and they, similar to The Onion, write stories that are so similarly written to legitimate stories in news outlets that people sometimes think they're real. Right. But they always, but they, it's, and I think the guy who founded it wanted there to be humor in the the religious world. And so they parody even their own type, but they don't Mm -hmm. go, they don't go that far. Like they'll, something I read said they'll go farther in their parody of somebody who's left wing than somebody who's 
a right-wing representative. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's been some, like, very uh, obvious ones that you're like, wait a second, this is very misogynistic, or this is very, you know, you could just start to tell, but at the beginning, no one could. Oh, in fact, I think there was one story that Trump quoted not realizing oh, sure. that it was a parody oh, account. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, he Well, he wasn't reading the FBI briefings in the morning, so whatever. Um, but it's a satire news website, and it does, yeah, the satirical things. It has been referred to, according to Wikipedia, as a Christian or conservative version of The Onion. And it was founded by some dude called um, Adam Ford. Where where's the headquarters? Do you ask, Bonnie? Is it is it Tennessee? Oh no! Is it no? What's your second guess? It's Florida. It's Jupiter. (gasps) You're right. I did read that. It's like close to me in Florida too. It is. So we will be expecting um, (laughs) something for you to release. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Um, so like they made a headline and this is when they joke on themselves. It says Joel Osteen sails luxury yacht through flooded Houston to pass out copies of his book, Your Best Life Now. And the article went so viral that Snopes had to be like, this is not true. Right. right. So it's one of those things where to me, the onion understands just a little more how to make things satirical enough, I guess. Um, but but it's also the same thing that I said before, accidentally reappearing in our conversation. There's not a lot of room for people who, who are sarcastic. There's yeah. just a lot of earnest people going, oh, oh, right, well, this right. must be valid. Yeah, exactly. Um, And there's lots of people like Rolling Stone covered them and was like, you know, initially they started out as something of an equal opportunity offender, but they Mm -hmm. definitely have, um, uh, you know, leading up to 2020, Mm -hmm. the site grew less critical of Trump and more critical of the left and liberalism. And that's when people really started noticing things because if you are a satirical site and you're given the gift of Donald Trump and you don't use it, something is up, obviously. Um, But the greater good. (laughs) Do you, I don't know if you remember it, but there was the movie called Hot Fuzz. And that was where the people who had been brainwashed into doing things that were for the greater good of the community and whether that be killing people or not, they would just recite the mantra, the greater good. No. Yeah. I, I haven't watched that. I thought it was about cops. What's the greater good? It was. I don't know. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's a great movie. Oh, gosh, anyway. I didn't watch things. The greater uh, good. <laughs> see... I'm jealous of you because you have those things stuck in your head and I have, you know, the letter that the elders of Mike Bickle's organization (laughs) put out. Like, my stuff is like, so um, depressing. Uh, Here's another way to 
wind up what it means, that God will put specific people in place to initiate God's desire for the world. So that's why Mike Johnson, they're like, score, you know, it doesn't matter whether they're Christian or not, but you got that extra Christian stuff and ba-boom, ba-boom. And yeah. Well, and that reminds me of the businesses. Should we talk about businesses yet? Sure, let's do that. Let me just add in a quote that I came across that it said, if you're a new, think Trump, or non-Christian, it validates seven mountains. If you are not a Christian or a good one, and you're implementing, you know, basic Christian, quote, values, then that proves Seven Mountains is the way God wants things to do, because he put, he's putting those things in place. Um, it's also <laughs> called key leader theory and all that, you know. So yeah. one of those is Mike Bannon. And to some extent, oh, Steve Alex Bannon. Jones. Oh, yeah. Who's Sorry. Mike Bannon? Was he in a band? I don't know. They're all um, named Mike. I know. Uh, so, and Joe Rogan and someone else that we used to be a big fan of uh, with long hair and equal amounts on his chest, oh, Russell somebody, Brand. Somebody pointed out that Russell Brand has made this big effort to get all of these people on the right wing behind him because he knew Mm -hmm. eventually he would be facing sexual harassment charges and he was just building up his army of defenders. I think that's really interesting and not completely, you know, unfathomable. And he knows that those people, when you give them a conspiracy theory, they'll run with it. So when he said, this is about me speaking out about vaccines or whatever the fuck he did. Yeah. And being persecuted. (sighs) And all the comments that I read are like, Russell, you've got this. Don't worry. Oh, Mm. gosh. I know. It's so, and that, you know, that's what I was saying, that we see that with men so much more than we do women. Think of all the women who just got mutilated in the press. Yeah, but we don't crave power the way they do. Right, true. I think well, having your penis on the outside it. of your body is I just know. a real I agree. hard thing for us to wrap our heads around. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> um, which one did you say you wanted to go into next? So you had mentioned it doesn't matter if they really believe in it, mm-hmm. if 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 our head of government says he's doing something for the Christian good, then right. great, we're going to support him, which seems so much like some people who have claimed that they are Christian business owners or yep. Christian yep. leaders. So I was I was on Reddit, you know, doing a little bit of snooping around for this. And people on Reddit, there was one topic where it said, or somebody said, if you're going to use manipulation like this, then I'm going to be wise to it. And I'm going to find some other business to patronize. And nice. then there were people, uh, somebody said, I'm from Texas and almost all the businesses here are Christian-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Um And somebody else, I thought this was interesting, said that that is the new racist dog whistle. 
to call yourself um, a Christian yeah. owned business because totally. it means it means oh I might not make a cake for your gay wedding. Yep. I might just like everybody right. to be exactly like me and those are the people who I'm going to serve in my business. Yeah. Um, we have but, in our area we have like this craft store that, you know, sells a bunch of yarn and everything like that. Um, and <laughs> that's it <laughs> during the women's March Yarn for they, Jesus. And that's it during the women's March. They took all the pink, um, yarn off the shelves and they were like, no one can make the pussy hats. Remember the little, Aww. yeah. Um, so, and then they put all their Trump, you know, BS stuff out there. But it definitely, then the Christians support (laughs) them more because they're like, I don't knit, but I'm going to support her because she's, doesn't act godly, but it doesn't matter, you know. That's really hilarious. They took the pink off. Yeah, yeah. Because she was like, no, you're not going to use my yarn to ask for equal pay. Anyway, um, so... (laughs) So there's tons of that. So I don't know if I told you one time I was at Starbucks in the um, old town I used to live in, which was Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which was the one that um, outlawed gay people recently. And then they ended up dropping that. But I've still got my eye on it. Anyway, um, I was there at a Starbucks and there were about six men sitting around, but it wasn't a Bible study. And one of them recognized me just through work or he, I knew his wife or something like that. So I'm like, hi. It and was not everything. a Bible study? It was not. But well, I found what out what the hell what were they was. organizing for? <laughs> I'll tell you what they were organizing for. This is when the men's groups at churches, uh, when we're talking about economy and businesses, this is when they get together and they network, but in this way. One was an insurance guy, say one's a carpet guy, say one's a, you know, home titles. Mm -hmm. They passed around their clients and said, I have someone who's looking for this, or I have someone who's looking for this. So they get to build up everything they're doing by just handing around the clients and their personal information because right. they know that if they're Christian-owned, people are going to go with them and all that. Um, and it doesn't matter how ethical they are or anything. Right. It's just all about building the fucking kingdom of God um, with yeah. businesses. Well, to me, if you have a good product, you're going to win. I mean, there's... That you would be just, nice. I agree. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Chick-fil-A makes an outstanding chicken sandwich. I, I know. It's just a fact. So yep. they're, <laughs> they win. They win on customer service and they win yeah, on their product. So And people are like, fun. oh, I can't believe you guys said that. And we just have to be like, no, let's... We're all in the real world. You know, it can be a bigoted corporate um, breakdown of it, but we can say the chicken's good. And that is exactly what they're doing. So Forever 21. 
owner is Christian and they have verses. We've done a whole episode about all the Christian companies people didn't know were Christian. Did they come well, out with the most innovative, affordable looks? Yeah. That, well, uh, I These people know I, what they're doing. Well, Hobby Lobby, I'm sorry. That is a fun as hell store to go to. I, sorry. I admit I don't, but... I agree. Like, it, it just has... I think it, someone it you're related to goes there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people um, that go to Hoobie Looby. That's what I no, call I mean, it. It's hilarious. <laughs> no. um, oh, you know what else I had done in my little bit of research for this? In-N-Out Burger is this mm-hmm. amazing restaurant. They've got great, fresh, quality beef they cut their fries fresh. They're out in California, maybe Arizona, and they trickle a little bit east from the West Coast. But recently, the person who inherited In-N-Out Burger became a Christian, and they've started putting Bible verses on some of their uh, cups and French fry holders. So they didn't Absolutely. start the business like that. But they're sure going to use their mouthpiece to, you know, spread it around. Well, that's uh, cookout does the same thing. And what out? I cookout cookout. What's that? Yeah. yeah. It's like an in and out burger. What is cookout? It's oh. just a burger and shake place. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> in and out is planning for Tennessee location because supposedly they were talking about moving their headquarters to Tennessee because Tennessee there is fucking right wing. And here come the Christian organizations and um, like Daily Wire. Uh, yeah. Ben Shapiro is Jewish, wears a yarmulke all the time. Christians don't care. One, because they think they're Jewish. Two, because... <laughs> He purports all those same fucking traditional things, no matter how hateful he is, they're going to support him. Oh. And it's all because they think, yay, God gets to now change the world through taking over these things. I was thinking briefly of if you've ever seen uh, the right get behind a gay person, usually a gay man, who's just a contrarian, like, I'm sorry, I'm gay, but I'm going to be, you know, I'm conservative. Like George Santos? Let's say George, yeah. (laughs) That's one, but there are a lot of others. Oh, even Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, right, yeah. They do not care that in their eyes that person's a sinner. The greater Right. (laughs) It validates that Seven Mountains is the correct thing that God is trying to instill. Okay, okay. So remember Mike Lindell, the guy who makes the my pillow and he talks like this and he's got the oh, mustache. I know. Yeah. So when he does his little videos, he's got the big picture of Jesus and the side profile of a lion. So remember when the FBI arrested him? He was yeah. at a Carl's Jr. Oh, drive right. through and, <laughs> and they took his phone and he's like, you can't take my phone. My hearing aids are connected to my phone and I won't be able to hear anything. Uh-huh. So I discovered that 
Hardee's and Carl's Jr. are like the West Coast, East Coast, same version of each other. And Hardee's is owned by some like Catholic owner. So that explains why he was at Carl's Jr. Because it's true. They all know exactly where they're going to go. And yeah. where they're not, because the other places have devil burgers. I just devil always bur- these. <laughs> a devil burger. Just, I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> poor Mike Pillow. Um, <laughs> Mike <so>. Pillow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, another thing, you know, with the whole Trump thing is because Trump was a ding dong that had those quote values because they told them you know like uh, Paula White said hey do this do that and the seven mandate people are going to support you and all this bullshit when he didn't win the second election that's why so many people thought it was stolen because he was chosen by God so he it had to be stolen like their minds couldn't They weren't like, oh, those sneaky bitches. They were more like, obviously something's wrong because this is what we've been told. So for me, though, from what I remember from a lot of Sunday school classes and Mm -hmm. Christian college classes, if I think that something like that has happened and it's been stolen, it's not my responsibility to, to make that call. I'm supposed to respect what we have in place. Like to me, it's just, it's too, it's too, it's not humble enough. No, we're warriors now though. We're in the warrior era. We have taken up our swords and put on the breastplate of righteousness. And, um, I know, I know. It's all bullshit, and God has changed his personality so much in the last 20 years. So well, I think that's because bipolar. I think that that's I think they've changed his personality because numbers are dropping. Obviously, that and there's I was being failure satirical, out there, like Babylon. Yeah, I know Babylon B, <laughs> and you didn't see, so you didn't get it because I I did. Um, the other I thing, did, but I think they're reacting to failure, which oh, I, I, know. I, I like. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, you know what? If they want to react to failure, how do they react to the failure of Mike Pence to gain any traction in his they bid to become president? absolutely freaked about that. And I'm going to bring him up in part two of the Seven Mountains Mandate. So please come back here and let us destroy your hope in civilization. <laughs> <laughs> With this amazing uh, recounting of everything that's wrong in the world um, are on top of seven seven mountains. Uh, and we love you and thank you for following us. And we'll be back next week. Bye. That's true. Bye.